leader people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome back. You're listening to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Outlaw Radio Network, Talk Radio. And, you know, I've said it several times before, I'll say it again. The key is we are trying to spread truth and accurate information to Americans and all who are willing to listen. And I'm in the trenches with people people like Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, I believe the Bregans are joining this uh, Talk Radio Network also. Um, legal uh, person, Tom Renz, some really, really good warriors. And the key is to give you guys information that could help you be as informed as possible for your own personal decision-making. Because we are fighting against far-left globalist media outlets. And um, what I want to do is today, I want to break my segment into a couple of key places again. I want to touch on this issue of first is this issue with the uh, votes for the speaker. It's a very vexing situation, and you, as you can, as you know, <clears throat> recent voting suggested that um, Kevin McCarthy did not get the votes to make him speaker. I don't know. I think that's a good thing because my personal view across time is he did not serve President Trump well. I don't think any of them did. And um, I think there are other freedom fighters and warriors that align more with you guys, with myself. These people come across as rhinos to me. And this is just my opinion. This guy, McCarthy, may be a very good human being, excellent parent, father, husband, etc. But not for speaker, not right now. As uh, Michael Corleone in The Godfather Part 2, <clears throat> when he whispered to Tom, his consigliere, and uh, he asked Tom to leave the room in that high-level meeting, and Tom said, Michael, I'm your consigliere. I'm always at your side. And he told Tom, he said, Tom, this is para, not word for word, but almost para. He said, we're about to go to war. So I love you, and you will come back as my consigliere, but I need a wartime consigliere. You are not a wartime consigliere. Kevin McCarthy is not a wartime speaker. We have demons and animals and beasts and untermensch, bottom dweller people in that Congress and Senate. We need a warrior to go up in there and mandingo the place, tear it up and fix things. Not him. I want to go back to that point about dying just before dawn. <clears throat> it's an important topic I had raised. I had raised this too and uh, initially and basically that's a concept where we are trying to explain that there's this sudden um, just before they wake in the morning as they're rising and it was very paradoxical and complex and we're arguing is most likely from undiagnosed or asymptomatic 
vaccine-induced myocarditis, silent myocarditis, and due to the catecholamine surge. Because the truth is that as you're waking in the morning, before, after sleep, catecholamines get dumped into the bloodstream, dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, what we know as adrenaline. And it, it lifts the heart rate, it lifts the breathing rate, it lifts the pulse rate, it lifts you to get you up. And the same way catecholamines are released in physical activity, exertion, exercise. And that's why we are arguing that those athletes who saw the drop on the uh, football field, <clears throat> soccer field all over the world and all those high elite athletes, it's because of this silent myocarditis vaccine-induced that the heart musculature, the myocardium, is scarred and heart cells don't replenish. The unique set of cells that they're dead, they're gone for good. So the heart has this residual scarring. And uh, in young people, you know, because the rest of the physiology and anatomy is good and strong, teenage boys, etc., you could work around that. But you don't understand that you have myocardial. Unless you do a troponin test, etc., uh, EKG, you know. And um, so unless, unless your doctor, parents get the doctors to look for these things, you wouldn't know that this person has silent myocarditis. The heart is swollen, it's inflamed, and um, it's, you're not in good shape. But you could compensate. And what we're saying is those instances where those high athletes just drop dead, heart stops during physical activity, exercising, running sports, it's because of this dopamine adrenaline surge. It puts too much stress on the heart. Because remember, parts of the heart muscle cells are dead. So it does not have the full pump. In the, the, the ejection fraction is, is not where it should be, etc. So we are arguing in those instances of those young people dying in their sleep is the same. Of anyone after vaccine, because as the, the dopamine and the adrenaline gets flooded into the bloodstream to help you rise, if you had silent myocarditis and the, the heart musculature is scarred and damaged, <clears throat> with that rise of dopamine, catecholamines, it puts a lot of stress in the heart and there's sudden cardiac death. And it's not like, not like that NFL player on the field where they rushed out the cart with the defibrillator and everything and they, and they started to deal with him. If you're in your bed, let's say you slept by yourself or your other partner, your wife, your husband, whatever, was in deep slumber and you passed away or your heart stopped, they wouldn't know. And that's it. It's over. So if you haven't probably one of the top cardiologists, if not top cardiologists in the world, you should. <clears throat> I think at the end, when all of this settles out, he should get a Nobel Prize for medicine for his work on early treatment. And I'm very proud I was part of that team with Zelenko, Rich, McCullough, Ladapo, etc., in devising that early treatment paradigm also, etc. But dying just before dawn, this, this concept, is a new medical phenomenon, a devastating one that I want to because we have age-inappropriate death, especially in young people, it should not be happening. Unexplained. <clears throat> and happening to people in, in good health ordinarily and in their sleep. But one unifying thread is they've all been vaccinated. And that's the key. And I want your mind to stay there. 
And um, we are going to start a colamine surge. And, you know, in simple language, as, as I could, when people, especially young people, die in their sleep, the underlying cause is often myocarditis. But the question is, is this virus-induced induced myocarditis or vaccine-induced myocarditis? And myocarditis is the inflammation of the heart. And the heart musculature swells, but it could lead to irregular heart rhythms that can be lethal without immediate treatment. As I said, if this happens, um, you have irregular rhythms or sudden cardiac death, sleeping and your partner doesn't know you'll die. Well, you wouldn't wake. Um, it's counterintuitive intuitive as it may seem. Sudden deaths that happen during sleep are biochemically similar to sudden deaths during or just after vigorous exercise. That's what I was just trying to explain. We are connecting the dots that those athletes who die of high-performance people after during exercise, etc., and they drop on the field, that mechanism and that cascade of events and pathway is similar to when you're waking and rising early in the morning at dawn. And it's kind of difficult to wrap your minds around it, but, but that's the connection that we're making. And both have a common thread, this being the sudden surge release of catecholamines into the bloodstream to cope with the increased activity you're about to embark on, embark on, or are in embarking on at present. So adrenaline, etc. this is too much for the damaged heart, the myocardial, vaccine-induced myocardially damaged heart. The surge in catecholamines during the end of the sleep cycle is a problem, and this natural biochemical change in the body's signal to wake you up. And remember, I, I also mentioned that catecholamines the umbrella term, catecholamine, includes dopamine, epinephrine, norepinephrine, which are like adrenaline. These are hormones that are made by your adrenal glands. And your adrenal glands sits there with the kidneys. And uh, they're released in your body <clears throat> whenever you're about to embark or you are in physical exertion or emotional stress. But they're also released during sleep, as we said before, just before you wake as a signal to the body and the brain that, hey, hey guys, hey girls, it's time to get up. And remember I mentioned already that it's important to understand the role of these catecholamines, this, this, this adrenaline is to increase your heart rate, your blood pressure, your breathing rate, etc. And as soon as the dopamine and the adrenaline, even if the surge occurs in sleep, but let's say it occurs during exercise, it causes Stress and duress on the heart, the musculature, and can cause it to beat erratically and arithmetically. And so our argument is that it's very likely the case that when a child or a teen or a young person has a heart damaged by infection, or, very important, listen, or by the COVID gene injection, this mRNA, DNA gene injection vaccine, or even other causes, then the rapid elevation and spike in these catecholamines, either through exercise or waking up, can be catastrophic. And that's the reason why I'm going to go through this again. That's why if, if your child or young person or teenager had the vaccine, you need to be conscious about silent myocarditis. You need to take them to the doctor and check. You know, you have to do like a D-dimer test for clots. You have to do a troponin test to see troponin tests tells you if the heart has been traumatized and you had a heart attack or some cardiac 
serious crisis, cardiac event. You have to do EKG to see how the heart is behaving and performing. And it will tell you in the normal electrical signaling and contraction, etc. Systole, diastole, if the heart is working. And um, that is that <clears throat> those people dying just before dawn in their sleep. Probably due to undiagnosed or asymptomatic vaccine-induced myocarditis, where there is or was residual scarring or death of heart muscle. And remember, heart muscle don't replenish. I want to end this segment by beginning to tell you again, myocarditis is a catastrophically very serious event. It's not to be played with and joked around with. There's nothing like mild myocarditis. The scarring to the heart that musculature is forever. Because it's, and it's often silent. If the heart muscle is scarred due to a bulk of myocarditis post-mRNA COVID vaccine, and the situation is silent, or we would say it's symptomatic, and let's say the young child or young teenager is not warned that they, they cannot exert themselves. This is a key part of this segment I want you to listen to. If that child has vaccine-induced myocarditis, you have to warn them that I believe the treatment is no physical acti activity, absolutely zero, for at least six months post-myocarditis bout. And only then could they go on to exercise but because this will cause a catastrophic failure in their heart. The surgeon dopamine, epinephrine, these catecholamines will cause extreme stress on the heart. And remember, there's scarring through this dead non-functional heart tissue. And you have to understand that. So the result could be sudden death. Again, this is no joke. Can and some die in their sleep just before as a call to rise mirrors exercise. And exertion in terms of this catecholamine suit. So, I wanted to make sure I reminded you about this today because it ties into the next segment where I'm going to talk about the Mar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills NFL player who dropped on the field from cardiac arrest. Because as time goes by, you know, there's a lot of developments and little information is trickling out here and there. And because of that, <clears throat> you know, we have to share information for your informed decision-making. And it's a, it's a tragic event. The bottom line is these COVID gene injections are not safe. They were never safe. The COVID vaccine injection is ineffective and um, doesn't cut transmission, so there should have never been any mandate. It's ineffective, it gets a negative effectiveness and there's harms. The vaccine doesn't, doesn't just only don't work. There's almost immediate waning of any kind of immune protection it confers. And I argue no one can show me that yet. Doesn't even doesn't even deal with severe uh COVID or life threatening or death. So the question is why was this bought in the first place? And I've always argued that it was almost designed to fail from the beginning, out of the box, because it can't work. It doesn't even, you can't introduce an immune response systemically in the bloodstream, IgG neutralizing antibodies in the bloodstream, <clears throat> because once you once you inject it in the arm, in, in the musculature there in the arm, in the deltoid, and 
the lipid nanoparticles, the spike proteins, enter into the bloodstream. The antibodies get to the bloodstream. You need the antibody response at the, at the mucosal layer in your nasopharyngeal passage, in your nostrils, in your nose, in your throat. That's where the virus lands and hangs out. Not systemically. So, and we know that the, that the antibodies, the vaccine-induced antibodies, can't leave the bloodstream and enter into the lungs or make its way up to the mucosal layer. Anyway, I want to remind you that America Outlaw Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. And you could also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. All my shows, this one today including, will go to podcast tomorrow, the following day, after this broadcast is heard on this talk radio. You can hear them also on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcast, as well as many others. You can find out more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu navigation bar at America Out Loud under our shows or schedule. And please look for the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Also, I want to ask you, please take the opportunity to go and look for my Substack. That's my blog daily. I write everything on COVID and even politics. Uh, the address is Alexander space COVID space news. So A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R space COVID space news. Um, it's free, but if you want to subscribe, I've dropped the price to $39.99 a year. Also, my book, Presidential Takedown, could be bought on Amazon, showing you how Trump is toppled. Thank you. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, Switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America Climate Plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure 
a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Hello once again, segment two. Welcome back to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Let me thank you again <clears throat> for taking the chance and the opportunity to come and listen to me on this iHeart Talk Radio Network. Um, I want to talk about this Bills player again, Damar Hamlin, who suddenly dropped with a cardiac arrest um, on the field in a game yesterday, and his heart stopped. And now we are learning that they had to, I believe, revive him twice after leaving the field. So this guy, Damar is in serious condition. Some argue that he died on the field, and some argue that we don't even know if he is alive. We as Americans, uh, I believe all people in the world have to pray for this guy, 24-year-old. I've read a lot about him recently, and he was doing a lot of good helping a lot of poor people in Buffalo. I mean, in America even. He's a good guy. And um, playing, playing, he was living the dream. And something happened, and I believe it has to do with his COVID gene injections. He was blindsided, and he was misled and deceived, him and all of the players. And that is why the news media has been going 24-7 to distract you from thinking about everything. But the... Um, the vaccine. Before I get there again, let me just remind you about something. The news is reporting that bodies are piling up in China as COVID surge overwhelms crematoriums. I've been interviewing with a bunch of Chinese um, news stations who are trying to get the broadcast translated and into China because, you know, everything is blocked off and uh, you could go to jail there or even worse. But they are trying. These are dissidents and uh, skeptics and contrarians, and they're working with me, and I'm speaking with them and giving them information and interviews, etc. But the bottom line is this. China faces a crisis because of their zero pop, zero COVID policies, policy. They locked down too long and too hard. And that meant that they didn't allow their population background immunity, natural immunity, because natural immunity is bulletproof, much more robust and could deal with all of the other variants, unlike vaccine immunity. So their population is very susceptible now. And even though present Omicron and the subvariants, etc., and clades are very mild, if you infect 1.4 billion people, you wouldn't have enough hospitals to cope. And therefore, people who really do need help won't be able to get help. And people will die. So... This is a problem. It is a problem. And if China knee jerks and reacts the wrong way, it could be catastrophic for America too. The good news is we have natural immunity in America due to a large number of the population naturally immune. So we could cope with variants that they generate. The reality is China could generate a whole new slew of variants and subvariants that would end up in America. The question is, would our immunity be able to cope 
I argue at some level, yes, unless unless we're not just dealing with uh, what we call antigenic drift, we we which are minute changes, small on the antigen mutations that accumulate. But if we're dealing with antigenic shift, with recombinations and stuff, and like almost totally different viruses and strains, then we'd have a we'd have a challenge. So China has to strongly protect its vulnerable its elderly first in nursing homes, old age homes, etc. And use vitamin D3 supplements, use early treatment drugs, antivirus, corticosteroids, anti antiplatelets, anticoagulants, use as prophylaxis even. Um, ventilate their homes properly. Use nasal oral washes, povidone iodine 10%, diluted or hydrogen peroxide diluted, as well as um, ensure that the vast majority of their population, their infants, children, young, middle-aged, even older persons, 70, 75 and below, who are healthy and well, no underlying conditions, they live free and unfettered lives so they could live normally, naturally. So they will naturally and harmlessly confront the pathogen. They can deal with this virus now, this Omicron. And they could they would become infected. It's part of life. Like they would become infected with colds or flu or rotavirus or, or any other virus out there daily. They will become infected with this, but they will recover. And that would give them natural immunity. And that could come towards population level herd immunity. Unless you cut the chain of transmission, the pandemic will never end. So I wanted to touch base on that, but I want to get to this sad situation with this NFL player who died. Oh, sorry, he didn't die, but he, well, I mean, some people said, said he died on the field, but he's still in the hospital by the reports and he's still on critical care life support. And, um, challenge is that this isn't looking good and I want to begin this segment by telling you remember when Bill Clinton was running against George Bush and said it's the economy stupid to make people cue into the fact that um, George Bush and they were wrecking the economy and you should focus on the economy in your pocketbook and people bought into that and you, know, you had the debacle where Bush went into the grocery and he, he went up to the cashier and he didn't know what the the um the scanning the the you know when you the barcodes. He was asking the cashier about the barcodes and it, it actually did look embarrassing. Like he lived in a different world and he, he was amazed that, that was what was being used in America when that's what we had all along. So I am saying, like Bill Clinton said, it's the economy stupid. I'm saying it's the vaccine stupid. It's the vaccine stupid. And what I mean by that is it's not the virus. It's the vaccine that is driving the infectious variants to emerge. It's the vaccine that's given the virus infectivity properties it didn't normally have. In other words, <clears throat> We are seeing in all the high vaccinated populations globally, we are seeing elevated infection rates, hospitalizations, and deaths. And the low vaccine coverage countries, we are not seeing that, particularly Asian and African. And the reality is we have good research by Fantini et al., <clears throat> Liu et al., that shows that um, the non-neutralizing antibodies are binding to a particular site 
<clears throat> on the spike protein called the N-terminal domain. I'm not going to get into too much biochemistry, but it's important to understand <clears throat> something. By binding to that site, it causes a conformational change in the normal receptor binding domain, which changes the conformation of the spike protein. In other words, <clears throat> it makes the spike protein the interface between the spike protein binding sites and the ACE2 receptor, which is the molecular receptor that sits on the surface of the host cells that the virus infects, epithelial cells, etc., that, that coat the, the exterior of, uh, let's say, alveoli in your lung. <clears throat> it seems that <clears throat> the vaccine causes that interface to be much stronger and therefore increases the infectivity between the virus and the vaccinated person, such that post-vaccine, the vaccinated person is becoming readily infected. It's a form of antibody-dependent enhancement of infection and or disease where this uh, antibody virus complex, because the viruses can still, the antibodies, the non-neutralizing antibodies still bind to the virus. This is the issue. But don't neutralize, don't sterilize the virus means they don't stop infection or replication or transmission. In other words, the non-neutralizing antibodies are actually enhancing or facilitating the infection, the uptake of the virus into like immune cells, etc. So it's really a catastrophic situation. And as long as you keep these non-neutralizing mRNA gene injection platform going, this pandemic will go on for 100 more years. And I'm saying they know this. Also doing this, Fauci et al., Bula from Pfizer, Bansil from, from Moderna, Walensky, CDC. They know what they're doing. This pandemic will never end so that they can keep driving infectious variants so they could keep declaring emergency declarations. We know from reporting that Bills declared proudly that he was 100% vaccinated. I believe I read somewhere, except for Josh Allen and Beasley, those two players, everybody had vaccine means Damar also. Um, but, but our official position now, a combination of myself, Dr. Alexander, Dr. Ramin Osqui, cardiologist out of Washington, Dr. Daniels Stock. Um, we're trying to formulate our position because we, we are seeing that, yes, we're not sure. There's a lot of uncertainty out there, but, but if he was vaccinated, which indeed it looks like, then of vaccine-induced myocarditis and uh, sudden cardiac death due to adrenaline surge because of his physical activity bout. A surge on to damage, scarred, myoc uh, my myocarditis damaged heart tissue. That that surge in uh, catecholamines, etc., similar to the dying or dawn segment the earlier one. It's too much for the heart and stress the heart and the heart stop. Certainty that we have is that this is vaccine myocardial scarring, that he got vaccine and his heart muscle was scarred. We're also trying to say that it really was not the issue. In fact, we, we're trying to nuance it that this cardiac arrest was happening with or without the hit, that the hit was juxtaposed to the cardiac arrest and temporarily associated, but was not the cause as well as it could have. It could have deranged 
the, the cardiac electrical signaling more in a backdrop where they had tremendous heart scarring. All of that is possible, but we are trying to put that in news all of a sudden. They manifested that and, and CNN and all of these, to me, inept and corrupted, bogus medical television experts. They don't know one thing they're saying. These are the same buffoons who for three years have us in the position that we are with this COVID fraud pandemic, fraud lockdowns and school closures are turned out, killing our people, killing our children, fraud, fake mass mandates or business closures. So I believe nothing they say, nothing, zero, and you don't either. Must be commercial quarters. You must have, you know, that condition where you take a blow to the chest. But that commercial quarters is really for young, young boys. Normally 10 years old, 12 years old, 15 years old. This guy was 24. It doesn't fit the age group. And it normally involves a projectile hit to the chest, like a hockey puck or a baseball or a cricket ball. This was not that. So we're not leaning to that. Our differential that. Well, we are talking. And, and remember, nobody should say that we recommended or we said. Let's, let's say we are talking to our brother here. So we're just talking informally. If you were given a differential diagnosis, it would set a ventricular arrhythmia at the time of the chest impact. It's unlikely he could have finished a tackle, let alone got his feet after play. Remember, he got his feet, he clapped, he turned around, he was able to walk away, and then he fell. The most likely diagnosis from the little and little certainty we have. Remember, I'm saying we need more information. But based on all this, we have to conclude that it leans towards vaccine-induced myocardial scarring leading to high adrenaline arrhythmia. So um, the only reason for this uncertainty should be the player's or his family's desire for privacy. We understand that. But it is incumbent and it is imperative that if the league, the NFL league, the parents, somebody tells the world, tells the country about his vaccine status because if he was indeed vaccinated and if he did have silent myocarditis that went untreated or unknown and his heart was struggling, etc., the other players in the league must know this so they can make a decision whether they want to continue because if this is so and he dropped, they would drop too. And I believe that's why they were crying on the field, etc., because they were shocked. They know these NFL players know what they are facing. They know something is wrong. Something catastrophic with this with this sound. Um, I want to end by talking about a unique company I'm connected to right now. I'm supporting called the Wellness Company, TWC dot Health, the Wellness Company for healthcare. You know the Wellness Company I've realized offers healthcare. Uh, you could, could connect you to trusted and bi unbiased doctors, and the future of medical care. Uh, is being managed now by the wellness company because they're giving you access to top-flight healthcare on call from anywhere. So visit that website, thewellnesscare.health, twc.health, and you get information and access to uncensored content. You can schedule virtual medical appointments with trusted doctors, doctors who aren't, who aren't scared to follow protocols, early treatment protocols, keep you healthy. You know, they're only internet, wholly owned pharmacy, fill all your prescriptions, you get exclusive treatment packages, vaccine exemption letters, world-class supplements if you want, nutraceuticals, much, much more. Please, I would ask you again, 
go to the, the wellness company website, twc.health. Also, find me on Substack, Alexander COVID News. Uh, my website is drpaulalexander.com. No caps, no spaces. My book is just released called Presidential Takedown, How Fauci and Burks, etc. Toppled President Trump. Thank you. You know, I want to tell you about Cofix RX and a recent experience I had at my house. Cofix RX is Pavidone iodine nasal spray in a 1.25% solution and a spray bottle that actually actuates the Pavidone iodine into a gentle spray into the nose in order to kill nasal pharyngeal pathogens, including SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19. But, you know, the viruses that cause the common cold, paramyxoviruses, other coronaviruses, adenoviruses, as an example. Common bacteria, including uh, pneumococcus, haemophilus, staphylococcus, uh, streptococcus, uh, those common organisms that cause sinusitis. Uh, importantly, the uh, product is used with a spray pump up each nostril. Don't hold your head back, just in a neutral position and there it can be used uh, about three times a day in a 24-hour period in the active treatment of a cold. And so the household experience was my wife got a cold and I could tell she was getting congested. She didn't feel well. I said, let's get Cofix RX into action. We got it out of our cabinet and she started using Cofix RX about three times a day uh, while awake. And the reason why I'm telling you this is that she got through the cold. She had cold symptoms. I think they were abbreviated and less severe than they could be. But importantly, no one else in the house got sick. Cofix RX, I believe, shortened the course of uh, illness for my wife and importantly did not spread it to me or other people in my household. So I have to tell you, we're on pins and needles when anybody gets sick in the house and Cofix RX is not far away. So go to cofixrx.com and in the promotional code, uh, put in out loud for a discount. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. All right. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the CofixRx banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all.
Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity, unlike other supplements that don't work. Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Hello. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. You're joining the show again. And I remind you that it goes to podcast um, the next day. So... I just wanted to remind you about a, a, a really good company I'm supporting called The Wellness Company. And you can find them at twc.health. <clears throat> and I remind you too that a book that I've written called Presidential Takedown, how Tony Fauci, the CDC, NIH, WHO conspired to topple President Trump. <clears throat> and my, my view, you can find that book on Amazon. It was written by Tony Lyons and Sky Horse, the same outfit that did uh, Robert Kennedy's book and um, the real Anthony Fauci. And my view is that um, President Trump was really hurt by the lockdowns and school closures. And I wanted to give you my inside view whilst at Health and Human Services in Washington. I did support President Trump and I worked in his administration for him. I thought he was probably the greatest president the United States had. I think that if he is the nominee again, we should seriously, we should rally behind him and get him elected. I think he was going to become the greatest president. Up until January 20th, he was unstoppable. I think the lockdowns did hurt him, and I wanted to write that book from that lens. We can't pretend and we can't lie. And I think he made a mistake not firing Fauci and Burks because they hurt him with the deep state and the task force. They actually damaged him while working for him. And he, I don't even think he understood. So <clears throat> I want to draw your attention. And the title is Sudden Cardiac Death Risk in Contact Sports Increased by Myocarditis, a case series. And they looked at two persons, two rugby players. But this paper is very instructive and I think is one of the... Uh, Keys to connecting what happened to that Bills NFL player. Because you see, this paper looked at myocarditis, not due to COVID vaccine, but just due to viral infection. But the main issue with the paper is that myocarditis could damage your heart in such a way. Whether viral myocarditis or vaccine-induced COVID gene injection, vaccine-induced myocarditis, damage your heart in such a way that um, it could lead to serious problems when you exert yourself and get into physical activity. Many persons who have myocarditis with this vaccine die because they go on and exert themselves. They were never told that you can't exercise for at least six months and you have a lot of treatments and therapy, anti-inflammatories, etc. You have to get your heart swelling down and all of these issues, but they just didn't know. And um, this paper is trying to myocarditis itself, whether viral-induced myocarditis 
or vaccine-induced myocarditis. In this case, which is what we argue, the Mara-Hamlin experience, the latter, increases the risk of life-threatening ventricular arrhythmias due to blunt impact to the chest. In other words, if you had myocarditis, viral or vaccine-induced, and you did get a blunt impact to the chest, which is what he got, particularly in contact sports, it increases the risk of arrhythmias and cardiac death. So it actually puts everything together. The only piece to the puzzle this paper doesn't have is it was vaccine-induced myocarditis. And that's what we argue. And we want you to take that step and at least put some wings to your thoughts and be open. Because the media is not would not even mention the word vaccine and they all. Can you imagine 25 different networks and not one would mention the word my, uh, vaccine when they talk about this guy? And it's so ridiculous because every single player on the Bills team, Bills, Bills is actually one of the, 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 the teams on record. They've broken a record. Every single player was vaccine, vaccinated. They boast about that. So you have every single person have one thing in common. They live in different homes. They drive different cars, etc. They're different ages. They have different families, different ethnicities, whatever. But, but, they have one thing in common. They were all vaccinated with the COVID gene injection. And that is the lie that the media, etc. And the government and Hochul in New York and the vaccine makers, Pfizer, Moderna, the CEO, Bula and Bansal, they're trying to screw with your head still and mislead you. In this segment, what I want to look at is um, where an individual wrote this been bandied around in 2000, 2020, 2021, 2020, even before. And they are saying that these are 10 conspiracy theories that will be validated in 2023, this year. They will become known and certified as correct. I'm going to say a sentence or two because I find it very interesting. And I've actually put this on my Substack. It's going to come out. It's in queue right now. Substack is Alexander COVID News. Please go to it. It's free. Or you can... Uh, you could join with the yearly subscription. I've reduced it by about half the cost out of appreciation for loyal, for your loyalty in supporting me this last year. Um, you could also find me at um, Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, email sr7283 at gmail.com if you wanted to support me further for fighting this uh, cancelling and work tyranny to prevent us from sharing information with you. So, I'm waging that battle. Anyway, we'll be exposed. So basically, what they're saying is that um, we will come to learn the truth. So I find this interesting what they're saying. They're saying that we will come to learn that the conspiracy really was on the part of the deep state and the Democrats against President Trump. Hmm. What do you think about that? I wonder if I should remain silent on that. Next one. The next conspiracy is the deadly impact of the COVID gene injections, so-called vaccines, will become undeniable. That I agree with fully, as well as even the first one. These COVID gene injections are deadly. It's not just that it failed out of the gate. This vaccine, this COVID vaccine, mRNA and DNA platforms, they just don't work. They're ineffective. 
They don't sterilize, neutralize the virus, but they're actually harmful and deadly. They cause myocarditis, pericarditis, paralysis, clotting, bleeding, vaccine-induced thrombotic, thrombocytopenia, Guillain-Barre, a host of issues, very, very serious medical conditions. And um, they are saying that this year, 2023, the world will come to know, Americans will come to know. Well, I am part of a group with McCullough, Reich, Tenenbaum, Ladap, all of us behind the scenes, constantly trying to share information, gathering the science, because I'm also part of those House committees, whatever future investigations, Senate, that they're capable of getting to do, Senator Johnson, but Jim Jordan and all these people in the house, I'll be part of those investigations to try and get accountability for the American people because every single COVID lockdown lunatic policy failed. The lockdowns, the school closure, everything was a lie. The COVID pandemic was a lie. The response to it was a lie. The vaccine was a lie. The virus was a lie. Business closures, every single thing they did defrauded you and misled and deceived. And we need to get to the bottom of it. We need accountability and we need justice with proper, proper tribunals and legal inquiries. Proper, with proper judges. And we will let them rule and then we will carry out justice after that. If they say they should be imprisoned, we have to imprison them. If they say more than that, whatever the judges say, we're going to follow the judges. Who are we? Who are we not to follow the rules of the court? We will come to learn the scope of China's control over the U.S. government to become clearer to us in 2023. Duh. We know that a decade, 20 years ago. But they say that we will come to find out the financial ties between the Biden family and CCP, Mitch McConnell and CCP, Pelosi and CCP, etc. Again, this is a political animal we're dealing with in America. I will say I'm silent on these issues, but I have my own views. And I don't even think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that's real. Number four, we'll come to learn the true nature of David the Pape's relationship with the speaker's husband, Paul Pelosi. Hmm. I wonder if I should even comment on that because I would like to make a show tomorrow. So I don't think I should comment on that today, whatever today is. But... They say that one of the conspiracy theories that we'll come to we'll come to learn is that there is a unique relationship between Paul Pelosi and the guy who they found in his house with a hammer. But that guy was not really there with a hammer, and that uh, he was no right wing extremist. And there's more going on that meets the eye. Hmm. Plot thickens. Number five. They say we'll find out what. President Trump's Mar-a-Lago files really contain. So, I don't know. That has been a confusing situation because we don't know if Trump really took files there, what he had as president. I thought he had the right and the authority to declassify anything. So I think this has been a witch hunt in part. I think President Trump has his own way of goading them and poking them in the eye and fooling around with them and, and deranging them and President Trump lives in their head 24-7. They're psychotic. They won't let him go. And like he enjoys it. But I think at some point he needs to realize that the nation is looking on and we want to go on with the, the, the country's business. It's settled his cause with them, but 
You just need to move on. Number six, but if they abused him here and all of those agencies abused their power, we need that investigated because this is not a monkey country or a kangaroo country. This is a good governance first world society. You can't do that. You can't abuse law enforcement, justice department powers like that over civilians. And um, President Trump, whether you like it or not, was president and he had all of these privileges. But he also has a host of privileges, rights, etc. as a private citizen. His family also. Can't have FBI people going up in the first lady's um closets and digging up in all of her private clothing and her, and her children's clothing. That's almost perversion. Anyway, number six. Another conspiracy, they say that we will be will reconcile and we will come to learn the truth is we will learn what Democrats intend to do with Joe Biden and who they will tap to replace him. So it seems that what they're saying is it's a done deal, it's baked in. Biden is out. I don't even know if Biden could do the next two years. I don't even, well, first of all, I didn't even think in May of last year he could have made it to December because he's declining as we watch him. I don't know if he can get to June. I think these people are nutty to think that he could run for re-election because by next year, I don't think he could walk onto the stage. And I'm not ridiculing him. I, I, I hate anyone, even when Sean Hannity slams Biden and so I don't like people to, to make jokes of elderly people and old people because we all will get there. And the guy obviously has some cognitive um, limitations and deficits. And yes, he has low and medium level dementia. We all have dementia. From the time you hit like 40 years old, you start to forget things because the brain is declining. So our parents with the dementia, we all will be. So don't we don't make fun of him. We don't laugh when he falls off the bike or when he's running up the stairs of the plane, he falls down. And I mean, it's, it's funny to look at and you laugh, but... It's a really terrible situation because that's the president night. You see, when he comes off, he starts walking right, then he goes left, he goes wrong in a circle. You know, he comes off the stage, he goes back on the stage. Like they don't know what to do. And um, so let's see. I know it was always Obama and Susan Rice running the country. Um, Obama ran the country even in Trump's term. Out of that Washington house, D.C. house, Valerie Jarrett and they, yes. And he's running it right now under Biden. Anyway, let's see. Number seven, we'll discover the truth about the U.S.-Ukrainian partnership to research and develop bioweapons. This I agree with. I don't know if we'll come to know the truth because have serious Congress people and senators involved, high-level elite rich people in America. Listen, Ukraine is a slush fund. Is a corrupt, bogus, thieving, high crime, money laundering scheme for the Democrat Party and the Republican Party. Both parties benefit. You go and check the surnames of many of the people on those contracts in Ukraine year over year for the last 40 years. You will see the surnames of Congress people, children and senators, children and their family and their friends. This is a high crime. Many people need to be investigated and all the money taken back and they're jailed. Imprison all of them. Number eight, the left plans to normalize and mainstream pedophilia. They will, it will come to fruition. That I agree with. I think this company, Belang, Belangsikia, whatever you call it, was 
engaging in some pedophilia with uh, showing you images of children in these uh, modeling and stuff in underwear. And uh, they should jail these people and all this, this crypto group. We find out that a lot of these cryptocurrency groups based in Puerto Rico and stuff have a lot of pedophiles connected to them. And uh, nine is real economic lead the way in trying to turn humans into matrix style batteries. Hmm. Very interesting. I need to follow up on that to understand that. And um, we'll learn more about the relationship between big tech and spy agencies. Become clearer. That I agree with. I think a lot of things was done wrong, even when they spied on Trump in 2015, 2016. Anyway, <clears throat> I want to remind you about America Out Loud Talk Radio. Plays on iHeart uh, Radio Network. You can listen on our media player from anywhere, browser, anywhere in the world. All my shows go to podcast tomorrow. Um, the next day after the show, this 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 show, you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and you can find out more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu, Navigation about America Out Loud under our shows, or schedule and look for the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Please find me on my substack, Alexander COVID News. Please subscribe. And uh, if you want to help me, you can give me additional support by going to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, email sr72838 at gmail.com. Please consider my book, Presidential Take Down How Fauci and They Topple Trump. Thank you very much.